Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Today, we're going to talk about why the majority of romantic relationships somehow are doomed from the beginning, or that's a real negative word, right? Um, but this is the way that I, I see it. And I'm going to explain why, because this will help you, hopefully, this will help you within yourself, within your relationship. The next time you go towards a relationship, maybe you're trying to make a de decision right now whether you should stay or go within a relationship. There's a lot of shifting for people in their lives and shifting definitely has an effect on relationships, specifically romantic relationships as well. Because we're really in an energy right now of learning a lot about ourselves. Um, this is an energy of, I'll call it revelation, an energy of discernment, where we are getting more clear on what feels good, what doesn't feel good, what we like, what you don't like, what we can't take anymore, right? What we have more patience to take, all of these things. But when it comes to romantic relationships, I want to help us all understand things so that you have a different perspective and a different uh, way of looking at it. So early in our life, the majority of us listening to this, we've been programmed, okay? We have programming that has come from our family, where we had to focus on the needs of our caretakers, right? We want to get a positive reaction versus a negative reaction. So right then and there, over a period of time, we begin to realize that in order for people to be happy with us, we actually have to focus more on them than ourselves, okay? And that's the beginning of codependency in a lot of ways. Because you're, we don't mean to, but we somehow sacrifice, forget, dismiss ourselves in the process of getting the reward. So we learn early in life that in order for people to like me, I have to do things to, you know, impress them or to make them laugh, whatever that is. And we learn this in our families. And I want to also say that our in entertainment industry has been heavily focused on romanticizing codependent relationships. We hear it on the radio, we see it in the movies. Uh, boy, I, I mean, I remember my favorites, right? Cinderella, Snow White, and what's depicted to us very early in our lives is that somebody is gonna save us right? So we have the, the hero and the heroine, and, and we have the damsel in distress. And so we, we start to take on these roles, and society falls right in line with this. Um, this is such a big one. So let's just talk about this for a second when it comes to like Cinderella and Snow White. What do we have? We have the, the poor woman who's been abused, um, in ways, right? Or she's at least been mistreated. 
and she's a kind, kind soul. She gives every part of herself away to everybody in a lot of ways, and it's never enough for people. And then she has, you know, the huntsman, or she has the prince who, you know, comes in and saves her, and they, you know, live happily ever after. And that's awesome for a movie and for fantasy. However, we've kind of absorbed this because of the constant, the consistency, right? The constancy of the, um, of the program, right? With the TV shows even. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of building us towards realizing why we end up feeling and getting into things and, and looking at romantic relationships as though they're supposed to offer us the happily ever after. So we talked about family, we talked about entertainment, and I just want to say that, you know, our world, our society has been quite achievement focused, right? Kind of like our families were. Achievements, to-do lists, right? Doing things in a certain order so that we can get acknowledgements, so that we can feel like we are good enough. And what happens is if I don't look the way society deems, if I haven't reached the achievements and crossed all those things out off my list, I don't feel good enough, right? So therefore, I feel like something's wrong with me, okay? And so what happens? I put more and more focus on the exterior of my world and I start hating on myself, basically, is what happens because you know, we're not feeling good enough. Oh, you should look that way. Oh, you should have this kind of financial, you know, success and status in the world. You, you know, it's constantly in our faces. So then we, we grow up and we, you know, get into these relationships with people, these romantic relationships. And I don't know about you, but if, if, well, let's just say, so if I grew up in a family where my focus was on other people trying to please them and I wasn't encouraged to think for myself or to, you know, have someone ask me, how do you feel about this? Um, then when I get into a relationship and it's supposed to be 50-50, well, I don't know what to do. Okay, think about this. I don't know how to take care of myself, right? What do I mean by that? Well, I might not know how to communicate <laughs> in a healthy, non-codependent way, right? When we grew up in families, oftentimes things are assumed, things are glazed over. Uh, we're trying to pretend like things aren't happening in the household, we just pick up and move on, right? Sweep things under the rug, all those things, right? That's not healthy expression. That's not a healthy way of communicating, um, of, of talking things through. So if I don't know how to communicate, then I'm not going to know how to communicate in my relationship. If I don't know how to take care of myself, then I'm going to be looking for my partner to do that. It's kind of a funny thing, but this is what happens, right? Because our focus, again, I want to bring us back to, our focus has been outside of ourselves. Our focus has been on everything else but us. 
And this is why things are the way they are, okay? So if I don't know how to communicate, I'm going to be so uncomfortable with expressing my needs, right? And not only that, it's gonna make me feel guilty if I do have a need. It could be a basic need, like I don't feel like making dinner tonight, or I don't feel like, you know, doing this or doing that. And then all of a sudden, we feel terrible because the programming has been around focusing on the achievements and taking care of everybody else but ourselves. So this becomes so confusing with relationships. All relationships, yes, but we're talking about romantic relationships. And we really have been sold on the fact that romantic relationships are a fairy tale. And I am here to tell you, they are not a fairy tale. But when we approach them thinking that they are going to save me, they are going to give me passion in my life, they are going to give me something fun to do, right? They are going to complete me. A lot of things happen. We end up putting a lot of pressure on the other person. And, and we don't even realize this. The majority of couples, both people are doing this, entering a relationship. We're basically... Both people are facing each other and they're giving them, <laughs> kind of like they're giving them their baggage. And realize this, the majority of couples, both people are doing this, entering a relationship. Where basically, both people are facing each other and they're giving them, <laughs> kind of like they're giving them their baggage and they're giving them all the responsibility to take care of them and to make it all okay. But what we don't realize is that we're all dealing with the same things. And we're also very consumed by what's happening within us, right? The mind chatter, the anxiety, the depression, the worry, right? The constant things that keep us uh, feeling as though we're in chains every day in our lives, the worries. So, you know, I want you guys to keep this in mind because this is what happens in relationships. And then if the other person, your partner is never going to complete you, right? And I want you to understand that. It's not your partner's job to complete you. And I want you to understand that. It's, it's our job to complete ourselves. As long as we are looking outside of ourselves, as long as we are looking for our partners to give us the happily ever after, to take care of things that we don't want to take care of, okay? I didn't want to take care of finances because I had wounding around that from my childhood, feeling it like I was a stupid kid, to be honest with you. So what did I do? I, I subconsciously found a partner who wanted control of all the finances and actually took pleasure in, in owning that part for us. And that was awesome. That was wonderful and I appreciated it. But guess what? What happens when you when when the relationship doesn't end for, it doesn't last forever, right? So so you know, I had to learn the hard way like many of us do, right? So as long as we're looking for our partners to take care of the things that we don't want to, that we we just don't want to deal with, I'll say, because there are things I didn't want to deal with. As long as we're looking for a partner to 
take care of those needs, we're going to end up feeling lonely, angry, rejected, frustrated, and the list goes on and on. You can actually end that sentence for yourself. So let's just talk about now how I got out of this energy and how I'm going to offer to you to get out of this situation. Okay. Cause this is shocking. It's shocking. It was shocking to me. And I had to hit my head against the wall many times. I had to have, you know, I'll call it my heart broken many times, right? The illusion had to get shattered and fantasy is something that many of us operate with its codependency. It's, it's hoping by me not taking care of myself and stepping into responsibility for myself. It's, it's, it's that hopefulness that finally something's just going to change. And that's not the way any of this works. And that's why this can feel so frustrating and, and cause us anger and disappointment. Or, or I want to also offer, this can begin to, to help you feel liberated in your life. And in fact, that's what I want this podcast to do. I want to offer you inspiration, liberation, freedom from the, from the powerlessness that maybe you have been feeling in all of your relationships within yourself and in your life. This literally could be a big game changer for you. And I hope that it is. So how do we change the way we've been doing things, the way we've been looking at our partner, the way we've been looking at people in our lives, our lives? Well, we give ourselves space for a new realization. We are stepping into radical self-responsibility. So that now, instead of giving my power to somebody else to completely complete me and make me happy, I now know that's my job. Because this is shocking if this is new information for you. So part of you knows that this is true. I want to say that. Part of you absolutely knows that this is true for yourself. But here's what I want to offer. I've got 10, or I've got 10. I've got four Four points I want to make here. First and foremost, you begin to focus on self. You begin to put focus on yourself. Number two, and before I leave that point, begin to focus on yourself. Okay, Kim, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean that you start focusing on how you treat you, how you talk to yourself, what kind of games are you playing with yourself, what are you saying to your partner, to your family members, to people in your life? What are you doing? How are you showing up in your life? And I don't want you to feel bad. <laughs> that may be a little codependent. Um, but I, I want to hold the space for you because I don't want... <laughs> you're going to feel bad. Um, but I let's just put it this way. We, we all do when we're, go, when we're making this transition from one journey of codependency to a journey of radical self-responsibility. And I want you to be kind to yourself. 
I want you to begin to be kinder to you. I want you to realize that it's, it's not your fault. You've been programmed. You've absorbed all of this way of learning and it's just time to change. And it's the way to freedom and it's the way to happiness and self-liberation. And that's what I want for you. When we realize that we're not so nice to ourselves, when we realize that we're not so nice to those in our lives, this has everything to do with our wounding from the past. And we all, we all are wounded from the past. And, and if hearing this, you know, somehow makes you angry, I'm sorry. However, it's just part of why we're here. This is the journey for healing. This is when you step into self-responsibility, you realize that your healing journey is, is that journey. And when you begin to heal yourself, you begin to like yourself, you begin to love yourself, you begin to have more confidence, you begin to be able to offer things to others like forgiveness that you never dreamed you were able or you were going to be able to do. And that's why choosing to be kinder to you is, is a fantastic place to begin. So you put focus on yourself. You begin to be kinder to you in all ways. You step into the self-responsibility mode and energy. And you begin to be grateful. You begin a gratitude practice. I love to journal and I offer that to others um, every, for everybody. But you know what? Even if you just become more mindful of taking a moment and appreciating what you're looking at, right? If you're looking outside the trees, the snow, the sun, the water, you know, appreciate the planet and what it's here to offer you. Appreciate the friends that you, that you have in your life. Appreciate parts of yourself that you do like. Appreciate the fact that you walked away with one important thing that you heard today that you can carry with you, maybe for the rest of your life, hopefully. Begin gratitude and gratitude, the more we're grateful for in our lives, the more we have to be grateful for it begins to grow. We start to realize that we have a lot more to be grateful for than we thought we did. So gratitude just grows and gets bigger. So that's where I'm going to leave this. This is a big one, but I really hope that this helps you in your, within yourself, within all of your relationships, and especially the romantic relationship. Love to you all. We're all on this journey. Please reach out. Let me know if this resonates for you. And I always hope that it, that it helps. Okay? All right. Love to you all. Take care. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook. I've got a YouTube channel. Check out my book, Empowering You, 11 Ways to Shift Your Personal Paradigm. My book is actually just a great way to begin this basic journey of beginning to love yourself. 
and basic steps in how we begin to heal. It's a wonderful book for the basics of healing in your life and your past. Okay, thanks so much for your time and I'll talk to you soon.